Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Thursday, February 16th, 2023, and today is our 79th devotional. And today we're looking at learning to control our thoughts uh, or our imagination. And we're still going off of 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5, it says this, Casting down imagination and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing unto captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And so the question arises, how do I control my imagination? How do I control my thoughts? If I have seen that it leads to wickedness all the time. My imagination is only wicked continually. And I I can identify with this. I remember as a young man, as a um, adolescent, my thoughts would go all over the place. And uh, I remember thinking to myself, I just cannot control my thoughts. And then I came to this uh, verse when I came across... 2 Corinthians 10.5, uh, casting down imaginations, it made me stop and think, maybe there is a way to control what I think about and, and what I uh, allow to, to um, stay in my mind. So how do I do that? Well, I started by learning a lot of scripture. And I did this, and I, I heard the, the saying that... Um, if you have two dogs and you're getting ready to fight them um, and you want one to win over the other, um, the way that you get a dog that will win over another dog is you feed it better than the other dog. The dog that eats the best uh, is going to win. And so the, whatever you feed in your life, whatever you feed in your heart, uh, that portion is going to win. Uh, whichever nature, if you will, whether it's our sin, fleshly uh, desires, or whether it's our spirit that God has renewed in us, whichever one we feed the most, that's what's going to win. And so um, uh, one of the verses that I learned uh, is Psalm 119, verse 11. It says, Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. I just started learning to um, put a lot of the word of God into my heart and, and think about it and be able to pull it up whenever I needed to. And it this helped me because uh, when I would have thoughts that would come in that I knew were not quite right, but I didn't know why they weren't right, uh, I could always come back to the word of God and, oh, it's not right because of this, because I had hid God's word in my heart. Um, learn to focus on what is true instead of what is not true. And I, I find Psalm 1 verse 2 uh, helped me with this one. It says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And I found um, when I would start thinking about the law of God, in, in particular the Ten Commandments, and, and focus in on the Ten Commandments, it helped me understand how things were intuitively right or intuitively wrong. Uh, I didn't need to focus on it too much. And, and 
one of the problems that I see in our day and age is most people can't even name four of the Ten Commandments. Uh, they struggle with that. It's it's one of those fun exercises. Just go out and ask somebody sometime, uh, or ask a few people, how many of the Ten Commandments can you name? And um, most people will, will usually get, uh, thou shalt not steal, uh, don't kill, don't lie, um, and that's about all. Uh, they might even come up with don't covet, but they really try to avoid that one because that's something that we all do all the time. Um, and one that people hate is honor your father and mother. Uh, they don't like that one uh, because we all know that we haven't done it the way that we should. And um, it, it's just, we struggle with that. But when we really start to think about um, the Ten Commandments, it, it will help us to hone in on what is right and what is wrong uh, in our way of thinking. So uh, another thing is to learn to spot falsehood and, and then to turn away from it. In Psalm 101, verse 3, it says this, I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I will hate the work of them that turn aside. I shall not it shall not cleave to me. Um, when we learn to hate those things that are false, um, it, it helps establish us. And one of the things that I have seen uh, just recently, I've known this to be true, but it, it's really been made plain to me uh, in the last year or two, is that we as a people, as a society, we love lies and we love being lied to. And it's so odd to me that we just gravitate towards that, um, whether it's with politics or whether it's just with um, what we study. We love lies, and we have forgotten this verse of setting no wicked thing before my eyes. Uh, we tend to set, set all kinds of wicked things before our eyes. So those are things that we need to work on uh, that will help uh, bring our, our thought life, our imagination into uh, focus the way it should be. Uh, what do I do when it seems like I can't control my, my thoughts or my imaginations? Well, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12, uh, and Ephesians chapter 6, uh, the latter part of it is talking about the whole armor of God. And every piece of that armor, it appears to me, uh, you can link it back to Christ. It, Christ is a part of that. He's um, the truth. He's our salvation. Uh, he's our righteousness. He's our gospel. And so when we think about that, though, as we get started, we, got, we have to realize that we're in a battle. Uh, it says in verse 12 here, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And what higher place can we have in our lives than setting something up in our heart as God? And we have to wrestle against that and throw it down and recognize when, when a thought is wrong, we have to recognize it and fight with it and, and not give it any place in our, in our lives. We need to learn to judge our thoughts so that God won't have to judge our thoughts. Um, and 
we need to learn not to justify them and just say, well, it's just human nature. It, it'll be okay this time and go on. No, we've got to fight against it. Um, one last verse that I'll leave you with, and, and this one is one that um, I didn't even put on my notes, but it just one that I thought of as I was uh, talking along here. Um, it, it's Psalm 19. Um, verse 14 or verse 15, if you're looking at it in the German Bible. Uh, but it says, um, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Um, that verse helped me through so much when I learned to quote that verse when something would come into my mind. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Um, when I would start thinking about something, is this acceptable to God? And there is a lot that is acceptable to him. But it seems like we tend to focus on what is not acceptable. And we've got to learn to take that, uh, start controlling that and, and use it the right way. And I would even say this, even in our dreams, learn to recognize what is wrong and change from it. Um, this is something, and, and I might just be odd this way, but uh, I learned a long time ago that in a dream, you can recognize what is right and what is wrong. Now, I've been told by some people that, no, that's not the case. You can't change things in your dreams, but I do all the time. I will not let my dreams focus in on something that is frightening to me or something that is um, absurd. And I, I have learned to control those things and by using the Word of God. So I hope that's a help to you. And tomorrow we'll take this just one step further. And I'm excited about where that's going to go tomorrow. So uh, I hope you'll be uh, joining with us tomorrow. And if this has been helpful to you or interesting to you, you might pass it along to a friend and give it a five-star rating there uh, wherever you're listening to this on. So uh, I sure do appreciate that. Until tomorrow, auf Wiederhören.